0: That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the John Cordray Show number 19. In this episode, I'm talking about how this one simple act could save your marriage. This is the John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the green zone of inspiration, encouragement, and enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray. Hello and welcome to the John Cordray Show. My name is John Cordray and I'm a licensed therapist and a National Certified Counselor and I'm also the host of this show and I am so glad that you have decided to listen in and I hope this is very beneficial to you and if you are listening and your marriage is suffering, uh, I am here for you. I want to cheer you on. I want to help you and encourage you. And so today's episode is number 19 and I'm going to be talking about how this one simple act can save your marriage. It's simple, but it's not easy. And so if you're listening to this, I'm assuming that your marriage is, isn't doing that great. Or maybe you're listening to this and you know somebody, maybe a family member or a friend, and their marriage isn't doing that great. And maybe the fighting is getting worse, and and the words that are being thrown at each other are like daggers, and they're getting worse. And it seems like nothing seems to work. The, The fighting escalates, and then it just stops, and you part your ways, but you're still angry. Have you asked yourself a thousand times how your marriage got to be like this? Well, I want you to know you're not alone. In fact, according to research, there are more couples in your situation than you may may realize. And as a therapist myself, I do a lot of marriage and couples counseling. And I have seen some of the most hurtful and angry arguments right in my office. The couples would get so heated and so debated. And even though I'm in the office It's almost as if I wasn't there because they were so angry. Nothing could stop them from arguing. Nothing can stop their anger. And sometimes I would feel like I'm a part referee and part therapist. But you know, one of the things over the years, and, and as I reflect in my own marriage of over 20 years, I have seen the wonders of this one simple rule or this one simple act help dissolve the worst of hostilities, and repair the most hurtful wounds. I've also come to realize that many of the heated fights that couples have tend to escalate into outright boxing matches because one or both of the couples are unwilling to try to resolve the conflict. Many times, the original contents or or the the, the context of the Conflict is actually forgotten about, and it ends up hurting each other because of the way you reacted, or maybe a word that you said, and then the other one says something else, and it escalates and gets out of hand, and you kind of forget about well, what are we, what were we fighting about yesterday? All you can remember was how you felt, and it was angry, it was hurt. And because of the many layers of the hurt and the wounds and resentment and bitterness and past issues and stubbornness and self preservation, many marriages are on the brink of separation or on the brink of divorce. But I believe if, if this is applied and a practice regularly by both couples, I believe this one simple act can save your marriage and i think it needs to be something that's done on a regular basis something that is done out of humility if you want to save your marriage if you want to be friends with your spouse and more than friends but be uh, husband and wife and what a husband and wife is, is meant to be a marriage that was meant to be If you want your marriage to be happy, if you want your marriage to be free of conflict or at at the very least free of the tension that the conflict brings into your home, if you want to be free of that, if you want a marriage that is full of happiness and joy, not perfect marriage... But a marriage that's free, a marriage that's calm yet happy, with joyful and laughter in the home, a marriage where you can be friends and lovers at the same time, a marriage where you can share your deepest hurts and your wounds knowing that your spouse is right there listening and is your best cheerleader so this one simple act that could save your marriage and i believe can restore and make it even better than perhaps ever before you may already be doing this i don't know but if you're not then i want to encourage you to to start if you are doing this one act i want you to do it even more So this one rule is simple, but it can be very difficult to do because we tend to be very prideful. We tend to react out of self-defense. If we're hurt, we're going to hurt someone else. Or if we're hurt, we're going to leave. And so we react in a very negative way. And this one simple rule has many facets that must be applied in order for it to save your marriage. It's not something that you just say, just to say it and get done and, and and let the argument be over. The one simple rule that can save your marriage and the one simple act that can save your marriage is this. One word. Forgiveness. So let me explain what forgiveness is not. So forgiveness is not the same thing as saying, I'm sorry. No, forgiveness is much deeper. It has more impact than a simple apology. Though an apology is always a good practice and you should always say that you're sorry. But forgiveness is much deeper than just saying, I'm sorry. And so often we tend to say, I'm sorry when we're caught. But forgiveness is to be able to admit that you were wrong and to realize that you had just as much, if not more, of the responsibility of the fight and a conflict and the heated argument that's happening in your marriage. So, here I, I want to talk about five facets of forgiveness. Because forgiveness is not a simple, it's not a uh, just a one word that you say just to get done with it. It's much more deeper. It has more facets to it than saying, I'm sorry. And so here are five facets of asking for forgiveness. Number one, I just said it was admitting that you're wrong, admitting to wrongdoing. So were you wrong in the tone of voice that you used? Did you say some hurtful words in the heat of the moment? Did you act inappropriately? If so, admit it, admit that you're to that to your spouse. Say, yeah, I blew it. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. Admitting that you were wrong makes you humble, and it shows your spouse that you're vulnerable. And being vulnerable with one another is an essential ingredient for a healthy marriage. You have to be vulnerable. You have to open yourself up. Now, I realize if you do that, if you are vulnerable and open your heart up to your spouse, there's a risk, and that risk is for your heart to be trampled on. And I realize if you are listening to this, you have probably had your heart trampled on many times before and maybe you lost track of it and maybe you have learned to keep it to yourself and you're not going to share your heart with your spouse. Well, I wanted to gently encourage you that your marriage is worth, is worth it. You have to take the risk in order for change to happen. Number two, number two is letting go of resentment. Now, I know when you're angry, it's hard to let go of that. It's hard to let go, especially if somebody is in the wrong and they did you wrong. But let's face it, most arguments are fueled by resentment and bitterness. And these two emotions create mountains out of molehills. And they extend the length of the conflict, possibly for days. So forgiveness forces you to let go of the resentment that you have and creates a safe environment to talk about your feelings before things get out of hand. Now, what I'm not saying is that forgiveness takes away the hurt and the pain. No. But a part of forgiveness is to let go of the resentment. You're not going to harbor that resentment over the other person any longer. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. Now you could still be angry. You could still be hurt. Those are very normal and natural emotions. But resentment has no place. You've got to let it go. And it's for yourself more than anyone else. Let go of that resentment. Don't let it fester. Don't let it boil underneath the surface because it will just eat away at you. The third facet of forgiveness it enables communication. It enables communication. So forgiveness enables healthy communication. And I've talked about this uh, healthy communication in uh, a few episodes ago. So, if you're listening to this episode, this is 18, and if you want to know more about what it means to have healthy communication, then I want to encourage you to go back to my show and flip through a couple of episodes back and listen to that episode on having extremely healthy communication in your marriage. So, when you feel like you are genuinely being heard, then you will feel emotionally safe. So when you ask for forgiveness, and when you extend forgiveness, it enables healthy communication to happen. And healthy communication then helps you feel emotionally safe. And if you feel emotionally safe, you're gonna be ready to talk about how you feel. You're not going to accuse, you're not going to blame, you're not gonna hold resentment anymore. So if your, your spouse is more willing to listen to your feelings than to express his or her anger, then healthy communication can happen. So if you're willing to listen to your spouse's feelings more than trying to win the argument, healthy communication can happen. And if the two of you can't forgive, if you and your spouse cannot forgive each other, then you'll continue to go around and around. And it will leave you exhausted. And it will make you even more angrier and hurt than before. And nothing's going to happen. You've got to come up to a place in your marriage where you say enough is enough. We, we have to forgive each other. It's not going to go away if you don't. Number four is promoting peace. Promoting peace is another facet of forgiveness. Do you ever wonder how strong marriages seem to have it all together? I mean, it's probably pretty easy, isn't it, to kind of go to a restaurant or or go to church or go to some other public place, and you can kind of see, you can kind of tell when a couple— really love each other, and they seem to have it all together? Do you see couples, maybe older couples, they hold hands? Do you think they never have conflict? Do you think they never fight? Of course they have conflict. All marriages have conflict in it. Whenever you ever put two people in the same room, you're going to have conflict. But I think their secret is that they're both willing participants in promoting peace in their marriage. You see, the stronger the marriage, the more willing both spouses are willing and wanting and desiring to promote peace within their marriage. So to promote peace doesn't mean giving up or giving in, though. But it does mean that you desire peace to rule in your marriage, and you'll do everything that you can to promote it. And that would mean even admitting that you're wrong, being humble, before your spouse, if you are wrong, be quick to admit it. That's promoting peace. Promoting peace is not pointing it to pointing fingers at the other other person and saying, "You are not promoting peace." And 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 it just kind of throws it back in their face. No, promoting peace is about you. It's what you can do. It's what you can do to promote uh, the willingness. To be peaceful in your own heart number five the fifth facet of forgiveness and this one is simply living the golden rule forgiveness is living out that golden rule and, and you probably know what that is and, and it's it's do unto others as you would have them do unto you and you may recognize that this role, rule comes from the Bible And whether you believe in the Bible or not, or believe in God or not, or you go to church or you don't go to church, it doesn't matter really if you, how you think of this, the Bible actually has a lot to say about marriages. And it can be really, really awesome if you can apply the principles that are in the Bible. Well, the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, is in the Bible. And if it's in there, it's, you can look it up. Sometime, if you have the time, highlight it, underline it, write it out, memorize it. The rule is really self-explanatory. That's really kind of why I like it so much, because you don't have to explain it. But if you would want your spouse to say something to you, then if, if you want your spouse to say something nice to you, then you should say something nice to your spouse. If you wouldn't want your spouse to say something mean to you, then don't say something mean to them. Do you see it how this works? Do unto others as you would have them to do to you. And, and if marriages would actually live this out every day, it would take I really think it would really improve their marriage just this one simple facet of forgiveness. So the five facets of forgiveness, again, is admitting that you're wrong, letting go of resentment, enabling communication, promoting peace in your marriage, and then living the golden rule. All of these facets are incorporated in one act, and that is forgiveness. Forgiveness is actually one of the most powerful acts of human kindness that we can possibly offer. It's free, and yet it's worth so much. It's an active choice to forgive somebody. You have to actively tell yourself that you are forgiving another human being. It may be simple to say, but it's not easy to do. But if you can learn that art of forgiveness, both asking for it and extending it to others, you will discover the secret of saving your marriage. It's not that you're going to be perfect. It's not that your marriage will be perfect. It's not that you will never have conflict. But if you can constantly be thinking in the midst of your argument and your fighting and your bickering and the hurt and the resentment, ask yourself, am I willing to forgive? Am I willing to ask for forgiveness? Don't let resentment and bitterness prevail in your marriage. It's far better to be quick to resolve your conflict than to win the argument. I want to say that again. It's far better to be quick to resolve your conflict than to win the argument. So if you learn to ask for forgiveness and to extend forgiveness, then you will unlock the secret. You will... Be able to demonstrate that act, that one simple act that can save your marriage. It's never easy, but it's always worth it. And so only you can kind of gauge where your marriage is. Are you on the brink of divorce? Are you even separated? Are you and your spouse living in the same house? Are you sleeping in the same bedroom? In the same bed. Can you even talk to one another? My question then would be, if that's you, who is going to make the first move? Who is going to be the first one to say, I forgive you. Will you please forgive me? If you're listening to this, then my guess is you are willing to make that first move. Just by listening to this episode on forgiveness means that you're willing to take that first step. I don't know exactly how this is going to turn out in your marriage. But I do know if you don't do anything, the likelihood of your marriage, if it's on the brink of divorce, is going to be very difficult to get back. And I want to encourage you to do everything in your power to save your marriage. And forgiveness is one of those things that is a very, I want to say, uh, very strong and very deep human emotion. Because it's two-folded, right? Forgiveness helps you, but it also relieves the other person. So it, it takes away this weight that you're hanging on to. You know, that feeling when you're angry at your spouse, you know what that feels like. And you have all these thoughts racing in your mind and you're thinking about how you're going to formulate your comeback. How are you going to get back at the spouse? Because you know, you're right. And you know, they're wrong. The problem is they think they're right and you're wrong. That's that's the furthest thing from forgiveness. So I want to encourage you the next time you see your spouse. The next time, today, perhaps. But the next time you see your spouse, I want you to go to him or her, your spouse, your husband or your wife. And I want you to say... Honey, you remember the last time we got in an argument? I said some things that I shouldn't have. Will you please forgive me? I really want to work on it. And with your help, we can really work on this together. If you can do that, and if you can make that first move, I really think it's a step in the right direction. And I think it is very possible, no matter where your marriage is right now, It may not seem like it, but it's very possible to be the couple, the old couple holding hands in years from now. It's possible. And so I want to help you and encourage you to do the right thing. It's not the hard or not the easiest thing, but the right thing. And think through how you're going to promote peace and harmony in your marriage, how you're going to promote peace forgiveness within your marriage and it starts with you and if you are the one perhaps that you have been asking for forgiveness and maybe you are trying to you're the biggest promoter of forgiveness in your marriage then go to your husband or your wife and bear your soul and tell them how important forgiveness is and how important your marriage is, and how important they are to you. So don't let the arguments and the bitterness and the hurtful words tear your marriage apart. Don't let that invisible wedge drive deeper and deeper into your marriage and then driving your marriage further apart. Don't allow that. I know it's hard. I know it could be almost impossible to do these things that I just talked about, but I really think you need to, and you need to work on these. And you might have to think through how you're going to say this to your spouse. I I don't know. Maybe even ask them to listen to this episode. It might be very helpful. But really be thinking about how you are going to promote forgiveness in your marriage because it is that one simple act, and that is forgiveness, that could save your marriage. Don't give up and don't give in. You can do this. You can have a good marriage even though it's rocky right now. Well, I I really want to thank you for listening. And you know, some of the couples that come to see me, my office, they, they start out pretty rough and they do yell. Uh, but you know, they, they learn. And once they learned that they have a lot to work on themselves and stop pointing fingers at the other person, that's when true change starts to happen. When you can work on your own issues And not blame the other. And so I have an awful lot of couples that came to see me and continue to see me that started out pretty rocky, pretty rough. But they're doing much better now. And that's the hope I want to leave you with. That your marriage might be rocky now, but it can get better. And I believe it will. And you got to have that hope and that optimism. Because you have to keep going and you have to fight for your marriage, not fight in your marriage, but fight for your marriage. And so I want to encourage you to think through these, these facets of forgiveness and ask yourself what's, which one that you need to work on the most and start with that. Start on you. And I think it will go, better and share your heart and share your, your feelings with your spouse. Can you do that? Can you work on that? I hope so. Well, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, thank you so much again for listening. And, and uh, if, if you are uh, listening to this on, um, uh, there's lots of different ways you can listen to this episode. I, I have a uh, show on iTunes uh, the John Cordray Show on iTunes. Uh, I'm also on Stitcher Radio. I also have uh, my podcast. I put them up on my on my uh, website at johncordray.com, and you can visit there as well. I would really, really appreciate any type of feedback <clears throat> that you might have, and and any maybe topics that you might have, because my goal is to try to talk about topics that are relevant to your life and and things that you maybe haven't thought about before or maybe you need to be encouraged and held accountable to. I want you and everybody to feel like this is a show that, that you can listen to to be challenged but also encouraged. So if there's anything that I can do reach out to me. I would love to connect to you. I have I'm on Twitter. Uh, and like I can set up on iTunes. If you want to leave a review, that'd be awesome. That's totally up to you. Uh, but I would love to hear feedback if you're willing to do that. Uh, cause that helps me, it helps me know what it is that you're wanting to listen to. And it helps me know kind of what direction to take. Uh, but again, I just appreciate you coming and, uh, stay tuned. I, I have more episodes coming. So again, thanks a lot and have a great day. You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.